welcome to the Life, Living It and Loving It podcast. I'm your host Gordon Doan and this week we're going to be talking about taking control and taking souls. But before we jump into all that, let's jump into our usual weekly update. So after it looking like uh, winter and certainly autumn was setting in, we've had a bit of a heat wave. Well, it's not been overly hot, but it's certainly been warmer than it has um, locally here. Um, we've not had as much rain as expected, so we've been able to get out and enjoy the good weather for longer than we anticipated, which has been super, super awesome. So hopefully you've been enjoying the good weather where you are too. Got out um, ice skating as well, which was really cool, and my brother was able to get out. We had a really great time doing that um, again, which was uh, great fun, and we managed to um, get out for a few long hikes as well, me and Snow, uh, my dog. So we've been having a great time. So hopefully you guys have wherever you are as well. So let's jump into today's topic. And we want to talk about taking control of your life. And and by taking control of your life, we mean that we don't want to be ruled by fears or stresses or anxiety, as we've talked about in the last few episodes. You know, we've talked about conquering fear and anxiety and stress. Um, And we've talked about making sure that we're not being ruled by the limitations of others, whether they're putting them on us or our own uh, kind of false limitations that we're putting on ourselves. So um, we've we've talked about that. And I think it's super important that that we we ensure that we control our lives and control our fears so that we're, we're not living from a place of fear. We're operating from a place of fear. We're operating from a place of kind of uh, happiness success motivation etc you know we want to really get to that position so that instead of being held back we're being buoyed up and pushed forward as it were um as opposed to operating from that place of fear or that anxiety that stress that we've been talking about now this week i was listening to um a, an audio book uh, by a chap called david goggins um it's really good i recommend it um, I, I was listening to it on Audible um, because um, I don't even with all the time I put into learning, I still don't have enough time to uh, to read all the books that I want to read. So uh, I use Audible to uh, catch up and listen. You know, when I'm out with the dog, when I'm out hiking, for example, I can have headphone in and um, and listen as I'm walking or hiking, running, etc., which is really cool, really helpful. So uh, that's how I listen to it. But of course, uh, normal book is available as well. So um, it's by David Goggins and it was called Can't Hurt Me. And it was kind of all about his story of how he became um, a special forces operator in the US. Uh, kind of a lot about his upbringing in there. And he and there's a couple of chapters he mentions and talks about taking souls. And, and this was a really awesome kind of analogy that I hadn't heard before. But it's kind of how I operate. And um, it's, kind of, it's a great analogy to describe what I've been doing for years and... I, um, I hadn't really kind of put it into this terminology before, which uh, which is awesome. And, and Taking Souls is all about kind of leaving people in awe at what you're doing. So in the book, he gives uh, an example of he, he was talking to a friend or somebody who li- lived close to him. He, he we knew quite well from his running routes um, and they'd agreed to go out. Um, they, they, he'd run past him in the morning uh, the day before and he, they'd agreed to go out the next day for a run for a 15 mile run. Um, uh, sometime in the morning. So the morning comes, David Goggins get up, he's ready to go, and um, he, you know he heads outside, and there's a, a massive storm rolling in. Um, so so it's out, it's tipping rain, tipping down with rain. There's high winds, blowing a gale, 
and his friend calls him and kind of says, oh, do you want to move it until tomorrow? And he says, well, I'll go out with you tomorrow as well, but I'm still heading out now. Um, I'll see you later kind of thing. So he heads out on his 15-mile run in the, the absolute kind of hurricane weathers uh, uh, and goes out and does that and leaves his friend kind of in awe of what we're doing. And I think that's a really good analogy that taking souls because you've you've left somebody there who's who's thought that they, they've put their own limitation on themselves by saying I don't want to run in the rain or I don't want to run in the those particular conditions and they've put a condition on themselves they've put a limitation on themselves that's prevented them doing something that they want to do or that they know they should do um, because of how they're wired so um, he's kind of left them in all so by taking souls it means you know, it's really about doing what other people w- won't do. It means going that extra mile, taking that extra step. So, you know, everybody wants to train, everybody wants to work hard, everybody wants to achieve stuff. But what are you willing to do to get what you want? What do you, what are you willing to do to get to that life that you love? How are we going to take it one step further than everybody else so that we can beat them, so that we can, so that we can be successful, so that we can get to that life that we're living such a, uh, in a happy place that we're doing everything that we want to be able to do now that's what taking souls is all about and kind of making people pull up short and and think again or almost do a double take when you tell them or oh, yeah well, i still went out and ran in that weather you know you, you know um and they kind of kind of feel a bit bad that they didn't do it themselves and that's that's what we want to do and he gives some further examples in his book you know he talks about his military training where he had particularly hard uh, COs or, or um, you know, superior military officers during the training who were completely beasting him during the training, and he kept going and he kept pushing through each of the obstacles that they put in front of him. Uh, you know, no matter how much his body had broken down, and indeed he had several injuries throughout the various trainings that he talks about, uh, but he always keeps coming back and keeps pushing through, um, and and it reaches those levels that other people can't live. And I think. We've all got to do that to a certain extent within our own lives. You know, we've got to push through. We've got to push through to that next level. We've got to get to that next level. And we've got to be do, doing those things that other people won't do. And that's what makes us stand out. That's what makes us more successful. That's what gets us to that next level. Now, it doesn't mean that if you're putting in that extra work, it doesn't mean that there's a 100% chance that you're going to be successful. You may still fail, right? But that's not controllable. That's not within your control. As David Goggins said in his book, you know, he he went through um, the Navy SEAL buds training a number of times because he became injured and he can't control the injuries, you know, as such. Um, All he can do is keep training to to kind of minimize the, the risk of injury and minimize the effect of an injury. But actually getting injured is not outside of your control. And that's the same, you know, I might go out on a run and, and fall over. That's not within my control. But what you can control is your effort, right? And as long as you're putting out maximum effort, you're putting out um, uh, 100% focus and 100% energy into the activities that you're doing, then that's what we can control. And that's what about controlling our life is all about to bring us back to that initial um, a phrase that we used at the beginning of the podcast about controlling our lives and controlling our emotions. If if we stay at home because it's raining outside, well, that's not maximum effort and we're not living our best life by doing that. We know that we should be out running. We know that we should be um, going that next level in our businesses. We know that we should be developing new products. We know we should be spending more time with the family. Whatever it is for you, you know, exercise is a really great metaphor in this case, but it's applicable to any 
goal or uh, objective that you've got for your life, whether it's any of those ones that we just mentioned or whether it's something else, um, you know, we know what we need to do. Nine times out of ten, we know exactly what it is that we need to do. Um, and by controlling our effort, we can push through those barriers and get to that life that we love. Now, sometimes we have to take our own soul, which is um, a really challenging things to do. So when things are stacked up against us, where we're just not feeling it, you know, we've got to look ourselves deep into our own souls, we've got to go and look at ourselves in the mirror and have a get a tough conversation with ourselves um, and talk, talk ourselves up, make sure that we get ourselves into the right mindset to then do whatever it is we need to do. So sometimes we need to take our own soul. So it's not just about taking um, taking souls of other people, make, leaving them in awe. We've got to leave ourselves in awe of what we can do because if we train hard, you know, when, when we're training, if we're training to the max, if we're training harder than anybody else, then we know that if we've trained, you know, for, for example, when I'm doing my running training, I run out in the rain, I run out in the snow, I run in the ice. You know, I know that then when I come to race day, chances are, that the conditions are going to be better than what I've trained in. So, you know, I, I go to the extent of I wear heavier shoes for when I'm training. I wear a heavier rucksack when I'm training so that I'm training in the worst possible scenario so that on race day, I'm prepared for anything that the, the race will throw at me. So if, if I get to the race and it's tipping it down, it's not the first time I've run in the rain. I'm not scared. I'm not worried because I've done training in those conditions. In fact, it's still going to be easier because I'm wearing a lighter rucksack, I'm wearing my lighter shoes, whatever it may be, I'm carrying less gear. So if we train to, to the worst possible scenarios, and again, this isn't just um, about exercise, this can be about anything, whether it's about learning a new skill, whether it's, you know, take piano practice, for example. So I'm learning to play the piano, you know, maybe um, part of the piano exam is to do um, a um, free free form play, um, oh, improvisation, that's the word I'm looking for. Maybe it's to do an improvisation at a certain level. So why not practice the improvisation a level higher than you're required to do for the exam? Because then you know when the exam comes, you're not nervous, you're not worried, because you've already practiced to a higher level, so you're going to smash that exam. Same for any other exams, or same for um, any other aspect of your life. Sometimes we've just got to take our own soul, and by doing that we need to leave ourselves in awe of what we're able to achieve, and if we consistently take our own soul, there, nothing will phase us, and no, nothing will not it will still challenge us because obviously we're still doing difficult things if we're not being challenged then we're not doing hard enough things and we're going to be left behind because we're not doing innovative things we're not moving forwards we're just staying where we are which will end up sliding backwards eventually so we still need to be challenged and it's still going to be challenging but we're not going to be as um, emotionally it's not going to be as, as emotionally difficult for us as it is for other people which gives us that advantage which helps us take it to that next level and we've we've always got to you know remember life is a continuous cycle so you know at each day every day is a new day and we've got to make those right choices each day so we've got to take our own soul we've got to take other people's souls every single day you know part of the taking souls thing is by letting people put their limitations out onto you but not living by those limitations so when people tell me I can't do something, that just G's me up. It doesn't get me down. It doesn't get me um, worried. It doesn't make me nervous when people tell me the risks of doing something. 
that doesn't, you know, phase me. I, I thrive off that energy from people telling me no and then me going and proving that they're wrong because I can do something. I know I can do something. I'm not going to live by their limitations. I'm not going to live by my own limitations. I'm going to live by the limitations I find through practice, through doing stuff, by implementate, from implementing whatever it is I'm implementing. So the uh, there's a there's a, a motivational video uh the name of the chap um, escapes me he's a he's a weightlifter um i think his thing is i think his youtube channel is called Callium muscle but i may have that wrong um but he he, he has a he has a, a a youtube video it's a motivational video and he talks about um he had some kind of health um health issue i think it might have been something wrong with his heart and uh, he was talking about um he was entering um the world's strongest man competition and um he, his doctors had told him prior to 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 doing this competition that because of his heart condition or or whatever it was it was some kind of medical condition i'm sure it was his heart condition but because of his heart condition there was a good chance that he would die if he lifted so much weight because his heart would not be able to cope with the blood that was flowing through it or needed to flow through it because of the exertion through his muscles lifting the additional weight and you know he said that uh, part of this motivational video he talks about that that excited him that didn't stop him that the thought of dying on a on in, in a competition lifting weights on a bench was you know attractive to him because it was kind of a warrior attitude it was well if i'm going to go out i'm going to go out doing something immense and i'm going to do something phenomenal and i'm not obviously um endorsing going against what medical professionals are saying but that attitude that if you can apply that to those naysayers in your life that are saying no then you're going to take their souls every single time when you prove them wrong and you get to that next level and you consistently achieve them because the naysayers they they have this uncanny ability to move the goalpost which is almost unfair on everybody that they're putting these limitations these so-called limitations on right because as soon as you go and do something so when i first started running there were a couple of people including friends and they weren't doing it maliciously they were just kind of uh imposing their own limitations on me um, you know there was like there's no way you're going to be able to run 5k you've never run before you're never going to run 5k so as soon as i get out take me a few weeks as soon as i get up to 5k they're like oh well okay you did that well you're not going to ever run 10k and i'm like okay well let's go out and do this and then they're like well you're not going to run a half marathon and i'm like i already did it you know when i did 10k i did it as part of a half marathon so i'm already smashing it and they're like oh well i meant a marathon and they're like right let's go and do that then and you know they they always move the goalposts once you get through them. And each time they do that, you know that you've taken a little bit of their soul because you've proved them wrong and they, you've left them in awe of what you can achieve. And, and hopefully it's allowed them to realise that they can achieve more than, than they ever thought was possible as well. So if we go back to, to making the right choice every day, you know, it, 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 it's, it's a habit that we need to get into is building these, these, these choices and, and doing the right choices. And, um, you know, the, the the thing to remember is the easy road is always there. So if um, you know, the e- by making the right decision, there's always a wrong decision. There's always a shortcut to be had. You know, and by doing the right thing, we're going to get the maximum um, return on our investment of our time. Right. So um, we've got to make those right choices. But the easy road is always there. So you know, and it will always be there forever and ever. It's not like it suddenly disappears. 
so we can slip. So it really doesn't matter what we've done yesterday or the day before, last week, last month, last year. We've got to be consistently thinking about the here and now and making sure that we t make the right decisions here and now. And equally, it doesn't matter if you messed up yesterday. If you think back and think, oh man, I didn't do what I should have done yesterday. I didn't go out for a run when I should have gone. I didn't do the practice. I didn't spend the time with my family that I said I would. Well, it doesn't matter. Forget about that. Today is a different day. Let's try and make the right decisions today so that we can maximise and get compound interest on that going forward so uh, we massively improve where we are and get to that life that we love. So every day, every single day, we have to decide who we are and we have to decide whether we're going to put in maximum effort or not and not doing something is a decision in itself, right? So if we procrastinate, if we put things off, if we um, operate from a place of fear, like we've talked about in the last few episodes of the podcast, or a place of stress or a place of anxiety, you know, that in itself is making a decision, even though we think, oh, well, we're not doing it. That that in itself is a decision. And, and it becomes more and more difficult to correct a bad habit or bad decisions if we keep on making them. So we have to be conscious of that and try and correct that as soon as possible. So, so the key here is by evaluating what we do, adjusting, winning, and then repeating. Evaluate, adjust, win, repeat. Evaluate, adjust, win, repeat. And if we keep going on that cycle, we can keep getting to the next level. We can keep taking ourselves where we didn't think we'd be able to get to or where others didn't think we would be able to get to. And we can live that life that we love. And, and that you know, because the truth is, you know, we talked, we talked, mentioned earlier about, you know, doing what other people won't do or aren't willing to do to go that next step, to go that one step further. You know, if you do what everybody else does, you'll get the results that everyone else gets, right? So uh, you, everybody kind of forgets that. If you do what everyone else does, you're going to get the same results that everyone else gets. It's just common sense, you know, it's logical. So if you want better results, if you want results that are at the next level, then your thinking and your actions are going to have to be different and they're going to have to be next level thinking and never next level actions to get you to those results that you want. You know, everybody thinks that, um, especially when I work with companies, you know, they talk about implementing best practice uh, uh, and, and there's a lot of focus on implementing best practice. But if you think about that logically, and, and this this is real common sense when you think about it, if you implement best practice, what's that going to make you? That's only going to make you average. It's not going to make you best because it's what everybody else is doing, right? So it's going to put you straight in the middle of the pack. So by implementing best practice, you're only going to get to average or you know slightly above average if it's a new and innovative best practice. But to get to be the best or to get to that number one spot... You're going to have to go to that next level. You're going to have to push boundaries. You're going to have to try new things. You're going to have to do things that other people can't or won't do. And by doing that, we really are going to take it to the next level. That's going to give us ownership of our life. That's going to uh, make sure that we're taking the souls of others. It's going to make sure that we're taking our own soul. Um, and, and I think that's super important to get us to where we want to go. So hopefully that's helped a few people. Uh, hopefully it's given us something to think about. Think about whose soul can you take next? Who's telling you no? Who's putting barriers in your way? Who's saying no? And what I love to do uh, when people tell me no, especially when people get into um, listing risks of doing things. You know, I've talked about a number of 
times on the podcast I've got a number of family members or friends that have listed risks when I've wanted to do something new. So, for example, the Mongol 100, which is the 100-mile race across a frozen lake in Mongolia, people will list the risks to you. Oh, well, what, what about temperature? Do you not know that there's there's wolves out there? Do you not know you could fall through the ice? And they list they list things. What I really like to do, what I really enjoy doing is go, yep, 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 roger that, yes, I understand, yep, I know. And and just yeah, and just not be phased by it. Because I've it's all stuff that I've thought about and mentally processed already. So I'm already emotionally invested in that stuff because I've already thought about it. I've already run through it in my mind. I've I've analyzed analyzed the situation. I know exactly what I'm doing to mitigate those things. Yes, it's cold. Um, so I'm going to make sure that I dress appropriately. How do I dress appropriately? Well, I've done research to make sure that I've got the right base layers. I've got the right mid layers. I've got the right outer layers. I've got gloves. I've got thermal wear. I've got everything that you would possibly need to, to keep warm, you know, including the right footwear to make sure I can get traction on the ice, etc. So you, you, th- you think through these risks and you process them. Oh, you can fall through the ice. Well, actually, you're not going to fall through the ice because they run trucks across it. So as long as you're running where the trucks are running, you're going to have no problem because if they can hold the weight of a truck, they're going to hold the weight of me running across there, isn't it? So, uh, you know, and they're going to be satellite tracking us so that n- nothing can go wrong. Wolves were not going to run at night. So the wolves aren't going to be out during the daytime because there's going to be the trucks running up and down. There's going to be the marshals. There's going to be other things. So we run during the day. We don't run during night. So all of these things, when people say them to me, and, and this isn't just with running, this is just the example I'm using, you know, people say, oh, well, uh, you know, a good example is um, promotions. People often have their friends or people they've worked with for a long time put risks in front of them when going for a promotion at work. Uh, and, you know, oh, what about this? What, what about this? How do you think this will be? What happens if you don't get it? What? How do you think people will feel? And they put these things and you and you've just got to go, yes, 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 I understand. Yep, I understand what you're saying. Yes, I, uh, you know, I, I've thought about it. Uh, and let them put those and operate from that place of fear. Let those put let them put those boundaries in front of themselves. But don't you operate from a place of fear, especially not from other people's fear. So if you're going to if you're going to live from a place of fear, live from your own fear. Uh, but try and master that, conquer that as well so that we can take control of our life. So that, as we said at the beginning of the podcast, we're uh, fully in control of the emotion. So the, we're owning the emotion and the emotion is not owning us. Uh, so hopefully uh, that's that's helpful. Like, like I say, check out, um, have a think about who who's putting these barriers in your place, uh, in, in your way, um, and see, uh, just think about how we're going to react to those, um, react calmly, you know, say yes, yep, yep, I understand, roger that, yep, I'm, not, I'm fully aware of these things. But, you know, occasionally they might come up with something that you've not thought of, and you can add that into your thinking, your planning as well, so that's really ideal. And then you can think about, right, where do I need to take my own soul? Where, what barriers am I, am I putting in the way for myself? Is it the fear? Is it the stress? Is it the anxiety we've talked about the last few episodes? Or is it other things? Is it just bad habits? Is it I'm not getting out and getting motivated? Am I procrastinating? Let's get in front of the mirror, look ourselves in the eye and say, right, let's get out and do what we know needs to. we need to do. Let's make the right choice. The easy road is always there. We can always fall back on that if it becomes too tough, but it's not tough right now. We're not putting in the effort. Let's put in the effort and then at least let's put in the effort and see where we get to before we take the easy road. Let's not take the easy road from the outset. Let's let's do the right thing. Let's put in the effort we need to take to get us to that life we love. I'll see you guys next week.